0: White Sox! White Sox!
1: on Sox. Sox.
0: The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked on Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back
1: to Locked on Sox. I am Herb Lawrence, he is Chris Tannehill.
0: And Jim Tomy is fifty feet away. It's a very comfortable distance between us. Thank you, Jim Tomy, once again. And
1: you can leave now. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you in an hour. Yeah, we've got another one. Um Yeah, it's locked on socks, and we are coming to you live right here. Well, not live. We're recording this live together for our Sunday night show, and we appreciate you coming to uh, Locked On Socks for your quarantine listening. This is episode
0: Lockdown Socks.
1: Wow, perfect. <laughs> we have uh, another, aka, it's Locked On Socks, aka We're Fat 2, aka Locked. In socks or
0: (laughs) lockdown socks,
1: lockdown socks. Um, episode number 33.
0: Yeah, well, this is a weird one. This is this is forever going to be this is we're going to do the state of the pod tonight and sort of. Our plans going forward, uh, there's a lot of things up in the air with uh, Major League Baseball right now. We'll get to that in a second. So, you know, I, I don't know how I how I felt about forever assigning Javi Vasquez to the number 33 uh, what in the hell is going on in the world podcast version of Lockdown Sox. So, I, I think uh, I I am going to lobby for number 33, Aaron Rowan. I think that's a safe bet.
1: Aaron Charles Rowan wo- works for me. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite players of all time. Oh,
0: okay. I did not know that. Go ahead. Do tail.
1: Iron Ryan Rowan. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're a big fan I, of his though. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> um, yeah, it just when we used to go to games, uh, Jay Hood and I, we used to go and interview people that you know didn't get a lot of tick but also were good. And I think Kenny Lofton was the starting center fielder blocking Aaron Rowan yeah. at the time. And so we would go to his locker after the game, Jay Hood and I chop it up because he came into studio a couple times into the NBC Tower just to, you know, have a good time with us, and he enjoyed what the score was doing at the time. And I remember Kenny Lofton really pissed. Like, why are they talking to this scrub? The backup, my backup, instead of talking to me. I've been with Cleveland. I've been with all these teams, and I'm the starter. And I remember that whole thing was kind of contentious. Not between Aaron Rowan and Kenny Lofton, just between Jay Hood and, I and Kenny Lofton. But then he finally got his shot and he proved that he was worth the time that we were putting into him because we saw something special in him. Maybe not the the hitter he became in 2005 or the hitter he was after he left the White Sox with Philly and the San Francisco Giants, but... We knew there was something in there that was a little bit better than a backup to Kenny Lofton at the time was on on the downslope of his career. So big time Aaron Rowan fan. So I cannot uh, name this episode over there. Anybody else? No, no, uh, Javi Vasquez. No James McCann. Sorry, but it's going to be Aaron Rowan this one.
0: Okay, so I have no problem with that, obviously. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that about uh, you guys and Aaron Rowan. That's it really that's an interesting wrinkle there. Uh, made his major league debut for the Sox 2001. He's in that team photo. Uh, sadly, I mean, if you think of like the best... Uh, White Sox team, the best players drafted and developed by the White Sox, like in the at least in the past twenty five years. He's your starting center fielder. I think there's a guy that's going to re- take him over this year, hopefully, if we ever play a damn game of baseball. Mm-hmm. But I think he's he's one of your better position players that they've drafted and developed. And to think that they eventually spun him off for Jim Tomey uh, in in their championship window. You know, you could argue that, you know, a little bit of that grittiness, the grindiness, uh, uh, you know, the outfield defense uh, that Aaron Rowan provided back in in 2005 and the years leading up to that, you could argue that's kind of what they missed uh, in the years after that, that consistency. Um, but, you know, they still got a, a future hall of famer for him and, and, and actually Gio Gonzalez also who went away with, with Rowan in that trade is back also. So it's funny how those things work, but as, as far as Rowan goes, you know, he's, he was real fun to watch. Do you remember he was part of the back to back to back home runs off of Randy Johnson in the summer of 2005? Do you remember who the other two socks were? Uh, you know, sort of the, the bookends to his, uh, home run off Randy Johnson.
1: I do not. I'm trying to think. It uh, 2000. So 2005. 2005. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna say, if he was batting, probably like sixth or seventh. So uh,
0: me, you're overthinking it. It's you would never get it by that logic. Okay, totally it's, random. Then it's,
1: then it's regular people. Then I, it's Paul Konerko and Paul Konerko
0: on the back end. So yeah. so he was hitting ahead of Paul Konerko. It's probably I'm so, sure he was probably slumping at the time. Ozzy probably had him there so he could see some some better pitches.
1: No, it wasn't uh, Scott Podsedek <laughs> because he never hit any regular season home runs that year. Right. So it had
0: to be. Jermaine Die? No, Tadahito Iguchi. Ooh, so the, uh, the number the, two hitter, the power trifecta of Iguchi, Rowan, and Canerco in two thousand five off the big unit, Randy Johnson. So,
1: and of course, you know who Aaron Rowan's cousin is, right?
0: Yeah, who's also a number thirty three. Yes. Uh, thankfully, you know some jackass traded Tatis uh, for James Shields uh, back in the summer of two thousand sixteen. Um, yeah, that's uh, we're, g- we're gonna move on, I think, but <laughs> but yeah, Aaron Rowan, solid, solid player, loved watching him. He's a guy, he became an all star in 2007, his best year with the Phillies, so it was nice that he had success after leaving here. But you know, a guy we both love, big time Bears fan, and just one of those guys that would he would literally run through a wall for you if he could, <laughs> you know. So, uh, what yeah, a great, great player for the Sox for, for a few years there, but so. State of the pod right now. It's, not, it's, it's I did not think uh, within my first you know couple months of uh, of sliding in as your co host we'd automatically be doing a, a state of the pod uh, situation. I
1: think it looked probably took three four <laughs> years. So one of us like left yeah. on a solo tip. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be me. I assure you that it would probably be you leaving solo for bigger and better things. But so. As you know, uh, the Major League Baseball this season, well, spring training is suspended currently. And if you're following the news, just about an hour or so ago, the CDC Center of Disease Control recommends that no gatherings of more than 50 people take place for at least two months. So you can you know, read between the lines there where you think, I don't know, MLB could follow suit uh, by the time uh, this podcast ends because and the NBA, I think, is already talking about following that to a T. So spring training definitely suspended. So that leaves the start of the regular season up in the air, of course, with the coronavirus uh, containment uh, here in the United States. So please, you know, if if you would tell me, Hey man, just just stay inside for a while and just chill out and and watch Netflix or, or watch Sopranos or The Wire here on HBO Go. If you would tell me that, I'd be like, all right, cool, I'll definitely do that. But there's something about uh, when it's like mandated, it makes it a little tougher to swallow, and uh, you know, we got to fight through that. That's one of the things as a nation we're gonna have to get through a little bit. Is like we don't. In this country, in this country, uh, we don't like to be <laughs> told things, you know. Yeah. So it's going to take some time to adjust. And as far as the podcast goes, we're going to still try and, uh, and and crank out content because we understand that, you know, I'm still going to fall back on all the things that I like doing, uh, even though we work in the sports industry. So we're not going to be able to react to, to sports or with baseball. There's probably not going to be any signings or transactions. If, if, if any, they'll be minuscule at best but we're going to try to be there for you and still you churn out some White Sox content until you know this this thing passes over. And it will if everyone, I think we're evolving as a culture where people will listen to the guidelines mandated by the CDC and just use common sense and, and be civil. But I, I have faith uh, in the human race, which I don't often say, but I think we will come out better for this. But in the meantime, we're going to still try to knock out as many podcasts as we can. We've got uh, some great division previews. So, you know, there's still going to be a baseball season, God willing. So yes. so we're, we're still going to break it down uh, every day once it gets going. But there are some things leading up to it. Whenever opening day is, uh, I have no idea. But we're still going to be around uh, for the time being. So
1: I am echo those sentiments because I think that when times get tough, even the least of us, Pull together for our fellow men. That is exactly what has to happen. You're listening to this right now. You're a 35-year-old man who's healthy or a woman who's healthy. Understand that going out, and I'm glad the governor of Illinois has closed Illinois bars and restaurants effective immediately on Monday. Had
0: to stop people from going out last night, though.
1: Exactly, because he's trying to save us from ourselves. Yeah. Like yes, we don't have symptoms, and but we could be carriers, and go and not even visit our elderly or young. We can visit. We well, Tani and I have to go to work tomorrow. Yep. And
0: don't feel great about that. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a little weird. It feels like I haven't talked to you in forever because you uh you worked Friday, but you I didn't see you at, at night. normal time. So like usually we uh, we gab away about this sort of thing, but yeah, we commute. Uh, from the city you know within the city to downtown uh, I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you that blue line on Friday night is pretty chill <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mind it you know so yeah. but still it's weird if you know living in the city and a lot of you guys and gals listening to this you have the privilege of being able to work from home. Uh, herb and I are not in that position uh, at least as of yet. Uh, I mean <laughs> we can't work
1: from home that's yeah, we literally like, can yeah. like they can they could say don't come to work yeah that means we can't work. Because we have a audio board that we have to pro, we have to run commercials on. If we don't work, that means that they're gonna run some national thing. But somebody still has to be there exactly. to run the commercials. That's I, yeah, that's half the thing. So I, I have
0: no plans on not working. Uh, they've been totally cool saying if anyone just doesn't feel our, our boss Mitch Rosen is is phenomenal throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's, he, you know he's, he said basically if you don't if you just don't feel up to it if you just feel weird or you know just take take a day. You know he's not you know it doesn't feel we're not in an environment where it's like oh you better come to work or you're gonna lose your job. Exactly. Th- thankfully I know a lot of people don't have that luxury, but I'm hoping whichever company you guys work for you know it's as lenient and and, and relaxing and forgiving. So I'm assuming that most of you guys are working from home because I think my wife's about to get the call like hey don't even don't bother coming in the, the, the companies are gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna know it's silly to have people come to work
1: yeah if you are listening to this podcast while working from home we appreciate you tuning in to yes, us sir. because this is uh what we have to do for the next couple weeks hopefully just for the next couple weeks just get through this minimal damage to the people out there we want you guys every single person listening to this and your families to be healthy and and to be there when we're celebrating opening day for the White Sox, and I don't know who they're going to play because that twenty March twenty sixth thing is canceled. Everything that we are even planning, you know, yeah. it might be even in. Uh, I wouldn't bet on that trip. The for San Francisco, Francisco trip which might I'm be crushed, gone. I'm
0: crushed about. By the way, my wife and I are looking forward to going on that trip with you guys, and it's you know I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I think we're looking at a Memorial Day weekend. Start for the baseball season. I was I was texting uh, with a buddy of mine, Joe, uh, Sox season ticket holder, uh, and he was suggesting maybe, oh, maybe they just do a truncated version of the schedule where you lop off a lot of those division games and and you kind of rearrange things and still play, you know, the interleague matchups that you're going to play. That would be cool. I'd be I would be totally on board with that. I just I don't think that's practical. That's too many logistics that have to be changed. But mm-hmm. uh, so it's looking like you know after Memorial Day. But we'll be here. We'll be doing the pod. And, you know, I. I got over not being able to go to opening day pretty quick because I was more so worried about our San Francisco trip. But mm-hmm. now, today, that's a pretty harsh realization that I don't think that's going to happen either. But, you know, when I got a family, so like your your priorities switch real quick, I, you know. But opening day, it was disappointing, but it is what it is at this point. I don't know how, uh, your thoughts on that, how crushed you were about opening day.
1: I was never looking forward to opening day necessarily going because I knew I had to work versus because yeah. I worked at the station doing Cubs baseball when it's during the day. So I knew I had to be there for opening day. And I usually don't like opening day at the ballpark because it's cluster. And I'm not a big time fan of big time crowds and the pomp and circumstance that comes with opening day. So I go to the game after opening day, which we had tickets to. And then Courtney's uh, co-worker, Got tickets to the guaranteed rate club for us too. So we we're going to sell those away, the ones that we had were in the, like 531 to go to the guaranteed rate club on the 28th. But, you know, we can do that again because I'm sure this lady who bought the tickets is going to buy them for some other series and we can go to the game. But uh, uh, I'm just worried about the people out there making sure that they're okay and they follow guidelines. It might be hard. Chill out. Find out a Hulu uh, subscription or Netflix subscription. If you don't have any of those stuff, YouTube's free. Do something. Do something in this interim. But don't go out. Stock up. We went to the jewels today. Oh my god! I'll probably talk about
0: this in in the mailbag edition because we're already running a little bit behind here with our division preview with our with our Locked On Tigers brethren on the Locked On Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, but
1: i got to text him to make sure we're yeah,
0: yeah, it was a couple more minutes there with that. But, yeah, so one thing I did want to mention, if you guys did not see this today, uh, the Ken Burns documentary series, Baseball, uh, which I loved when it debuted. I think it was uh, in the summer of 94 after, oddly enough, after the strike. It was uh, something that the nation sort of watched together, and it was pretty ironic that that's when it rolled out. I, th- I think it was during the strike in 94. But PBS today... Uh, at the behest of the one and only Ken Burns has decided to stream the entire baseball documentary series, all all nine innings, and I think even the tenth, which they added later, that's uh, it's available to stream on PBS.org and it's not something that you need a cable provider for that is like your email. And they're gonna bombard you with those emails about pledging during their pledge drives. So believe that's gonna happen. But it's a small price to pay. I was watching a little bit a little bit of it today. It's it's really it's amazing. I love documentaries. I love history. Uh, the Ken Burns baseball documentary. There's a lot of our listeners who probably never heard it because that's not something they roll out every so often. Like I know sometimes MLB Network would run it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but in terms of being able to sit down and watch all man, what is that? It's like almost like two hours of pop for nine nine episodes, so 18 hours of it. Uh, it's amazing stuff to me. I was watching episode one, sort of just about the history of baseball, and uh, you know they they talk about you know the the first guy who uh, invented the curveball. <laughs> Candy Cummings oh, <laughs> of, the, guy. of the Boston Red Stockings. He was like, you know, they thought it was heresy when he threw the first curveball because he was practicing with a clamshell. What's and that, witchcraft? Yeah, yeah, he mm. realized he could make a clamshell curve, so mm. to speak. And so he decided to use a curveball in game action. And of course... Just
1: 23 scoot your <laughs> ass out of here.
0: That's right, yeah. Don't, don't be celebrating at the plate after hitting one off of Candy <laughs> Cummings, I'll tell you. They'll get one right in the ribs after that. But it's interesting stuff like that. It's, you know, it puts baseball in perspective. Like you think, you know, Oh, you know, 200 years ago, people were upset about you know, the invention of the curveball, and now it's like, you know, pimping home runs or whatever. So the game is always evolving, but this is a good history lesson. I mean, it goes deep, obviously, for two hours each episode. You know, it sort of breaks up MLB by era. It goes in chronological order for the most part, but it's it's definitely a great deep dive. I don't know if you've ever seen it before.
1: I have not. Um, this I spent uh, Saturday... I don't know if you know Jim Margulis of Sox Machine. Of course, yeah. He does a thing called Sporkle Saturdays. So this is how I spent my Saturdays. If you want to do something in history, but then make it more local and Sox-centric, where this year was starting outfields, or this Saturday was starting outfields since 1970. Starting opening day outfields, 1970. I got like 65% of the things right. I... I was so upset I went back to do starting uh, opening day starting pitchers since 1970, and I got like only 55%. Do you know who I missed? out of everybody mark burley no i got mark burley like quickly i miss chris sale
0: oh yeah like
1: i out of sight out of mind i was like who the hell started in 2015 and also i was like who started in 2017 do you know who started opening day 2017 wait
0: i i think i know this one uh and i don't remember his name it was the fifth starter right against the twins no who am i thinking no it's
1: it's it's you're thinking way too hard 2017 (laughs) we almost saw him in colorado Oh, Quintana? Quintana? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Quintana. He- after Sale left, was the opening day starter and then he got traded that later that year.
0: Now I'm never going to I'm going to have to look it up real quick because there was one opening day where people were were like, "Oh man, could you believe this guy started opening day for the White Sox, but they had a, a series of events in in 2015, and this was of course the year where everyone was like, "Oh, you know, the Sox, they won free they won free agency, they won the offseason." But they come out of the gate real – they were struggling, okay? I think they got swept in Kansas City Mm -hmm. by the Royals who went on to win the World Series that year. And by the time they got their home opener, I think there was a rain out in there. Um, but I was up in Ronji's booth. This last year, we had the White Sox as Hector Noesi started opening uh, the home opener for your White Sox in 2015. Hector so Noesi. if we can survive that, I think we'll we'll survive whatever is ahead of us. So just just keep it right here. We're g- we're still gonna do the mailbag Monday episode. That'll be coming up next. We just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up on what's going on. And, uh, you, you know, if you want to contribute things that you're doing to, to kind of keep your sanity, I'll share more of what I'm going to be doing in the mailback episode, but locked socks at gmail.com is of course, where to reach us on that. And just, just stick with us. Cause it's still going to be a fun season. Once we get going, no one expected this to happen. Um, but you know, Hey, I think at the very least, maybe we'll get, you know, sunshine and warm weather, uh, on opening day for the first time. Uh, I can remember almost in my life seemingly. So.
1: Yeah, I believe I'm going to be enjoying that day. Hopefully it's on well it can't be on a weekend. So I'll be taking off at the especially if the Cubs have like a night game that day so I can uh, enjoy a opening day that's a little bit different and the fervor for baseball will be built up so big at that time. So I think uh, that's pretty much it for episode number 33, Aaron Rohn episode, right, Tanny?
0: Indeed. This wraps up another edition of Locked on White Sox. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. I was checking those guys out earlier in this week, and uh, they're doing some great things over there. So check them out, Locked on MLB on your smart device. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode.